Welcome back to the Off the Rails podcast. This is episode six. As you can see in the background, I finally changed it. Um, we've got a special guest with us today. It's February 9th. If you're listening later, it's not February 9th, but <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, and with us today, we have Jordan Spence. And we're going to get to you in a little bit. Got to do our housekeeping as always. So make sure you guys are sharing this with hashtag OTR podcast. That gets you entered for the $50 steak and ale giveaway. You get a card, you can go to steak and ale, it's a gift card. We know how those work. Um, but we are going to get into it today. For the first time ever, drum roll, we have with us Ethan. Uh, Hello. Hi. <laughs> hi. Show him your face. Uh, I forget what button that was. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll get that figured out eventually. Whoa! Oh, whoa, whoa, oh that's that's no that one. Uh, that's uh, black screen. It's the one. Yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Welcome to the studio officially, right? So yeah, we'll have you fact checking every word we say. Um, we haven't actually had to do anything. <laughs> You're just here for fun, right? So. Um, we'll get into it. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. We're going to let Jordan introduce himself, tell us what he's all about and all that kind of stuff. So without further ado, take it away. Hey, well, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I am Jordan Spence. Uh, I'm not sure how to introduce myself. Um, uh, friends with these guys. Uh, Caleb actually did our wedding. Uh, my wife and I, we got married in uh, July and Ethan got like he was there and it surprised me. Uh, I met Ethan a few years back. We became friends and uh, hadn't seen him in a while. So it was pretty cool. But uh, graduate of Shenandoah High School, uh, Noble County, 2015. So that was that's uh always in the back burner shenandoah I, I live there a lot of the time so we'll talk about that later but thanks for having me yeah yeah and uh we're glad to have you we'll jump into some other stuff throughout the the podcast but you did mention you guys were just married this past year during the pandemic exciting stuff yeah so tell us a little bit how how's married life compared uh -huh. to unmarried life oh man uh if i had a dollar for every time i've been asked that uh i'd be rich but it is the same answer every time if I knew how great married life was, I would definitely, uh, I would have done it sooner. Um, which I, I, I firmly believe when you find the one you know. Uh, actually, yesterday, uh, today's the ninth. Uh, yesterday was, our, uh, not today's not the ninth. When this airs, well, it'll be the ninth. But yesterday was our four years since we had our first ever date. Mm. Uh, we, we were not dating. We were just friends. Uh, we went out. And uh, so last night, we actually went out and celebrated that. Um, it was super cool, but uh, married life has been, um, it's been six and a half months and it's been everything you can imagine, uh, if not more. Uh, fun trips. Uh, we have three amazing dogs that, that, that we, we look at like they're kids. So it's, it's, that's always fun. Um, it's hard to leave them at home when we go on the trips. Uh, this summer, we're looking at a, somewhere we could take all three of them. That'll be an adventure just getting there. But uh, yeah, married life is great. Um, if you want to go deeper into how getting married during the pandemic was, I can talk about that. That was definitely a lot of fun. So uh, our wedding date was June 22nd. Uh, we were to get married in Florida, um, Cape San Blas, Florida. Uh, and we had, everybody had their house. Everybody had plane tickets. Uh, my, my mom and my whole family, that'd be, um, eight people total had plane tickets paid in full. So they were, they were ready to go. Uh, my sister had never been there. She was so excited. And then, uh, then the pandemic came along and it, I don't want to say it ruined it because everything turned out awesome, but, uh, we changed the date canceled everything my parents were not able to get any money back uh they had to keep their plane tickets just to use them in the next three years so mm. that's kind of interesting and uh 
as a wedding gift, my mom and dad were going to give me, uh, me and Sid, um, all eight plane tickets because my, oh. bro- my brother-in-law has this thing, like he's not getting on a plane, he'd rather die. <laughs> but uh, so they were, they were going to give us all these tickets, but the airline refuses to do that. They have to stay in my parents' in name. name. So uh, they have eight tickets to fly somewhere um, in the next three years. So that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so June 22nd was our original date. Uh, we were to be in Florida. Um, on the uh, on the golf side, it's beautiful. We had went there for uh, uh, the two previous summers. Um, beautiful, the, the white like if you can picture it, white sand, uh, the blue water that's like like the greenish blue, real bright. Um, we actually went to uh, um, Cape Coral the year before, and we took a boat. Uh, the boat was there. We took a boat to different islands every day, so that was super cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Sanibel Island, which is very. Um, it's very near and dear to our hearts because that's where I proposed to Sid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually has a uh, like a crew neck um, sweatshirt that she wears that has like uh, Sanibel, and then it's got the lighthouse. We were actually engaged right by the lighthouse. So okay, really neat. Um, but anyways, long story short, uh, we had to postpone everything, and it was a huge question mark. Um, and then Dewine comes out one day when we kind of decided like man, we really want to do this. Like we were talking to both our parents and and everybody was in, like everybody agreed like this may not happen this year because nobody, like nobody knew anything. And then DeWine comes out one day and he's like, you can have more than 10 people. You can have a wedding. You can have this. And we're like, well, let's do it while we can. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, we got in contact with you late notice. Everything was late notice. Like um, we were scared that things wouldn't come in the mail. Um, but it it turned out, man, it, it was the greatest day of my life. Um, and, uh, you know, I get to spend forever with Sid, which is which is super cool. And, you know, I my family refers to, refers to us as Sid and Jordan, Sid and Jordan, Jordan, Sid. And uh, that means a lot to me because when like we have this ornament um, that my sister got us and it said COVID couldn't stop us. And it has uh, two like emoji they're like fake cartoon looking people um and one's in a wedding dress and one's in a suit and they have masks on and it it just it means a lot because even the global pandemic could not slow Sid and I down from getting married and and that's something man that like I tell all the young kids at church like once you find that person like you just you kind of know but yeah going through it was um it was uh, not easy. There was a lot of stress in it. Not not even on my side. Like her, like I felt bad because, you know, she had dress fitting after dress fitting. She, you know, went and got her dress. She, you know, this is her big day, you know, right. for, for the wife or for the bride. Um, I don't want to say it's a bigger deal, but it is, you know, like for as a guy growing up, you're like, I can't wait to, you know, play Major League Baseball when I grow up. Can't Typically, wait. the guys aren't the ones planning yeah, a lot exactly, of it. You're, exactly. You just, they say something. Yep. Go and do, do it. it. <laughs> go whatever. and do it. So that and that's where I kind of did. Uh, I said, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Just tell me where to be. <laughs> I, I always joked and I said, tell me where to be and, and when to be there. So uh, I do have a funny story. You were actually uh, tying my tie at the time. Yeah. So for, for you guys at home, just more endorsement here. Uh, he's a, a tie tire too. So uh, you learn all the tricks of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> so we were in, in the little room at the church getting ready. And uh, my best friend, James, he was my best man. And then my other best friend, Trevor, was my co-best best man. So Trevor, uh, he was late getting to my house that morning, just by a few minutes, no big deal. We, he, they came over the night before, played video games, and then they came over uh, the day of the wedding and played video games. Sid said to be there, I think like 1245 or something. Wedding was at 330. And uh, 
So we're over at the the church and uh, Trevor came to my house in sweatpants and a t-shirt. We were all like dressed like that, but I, I noticed it was the same thing he was wearing the <laughs> night before. And we uh, we get in there and, and he's changing his shirt and he's like, starts sniffing. He's like, what day is it? I was like, it's, it's the wedding day, so it's Saturday. And he's like, oh my gosh, I haven't sou- showered since Thursday. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was just added fun. Like all the stress comes to an end. Like uh, when you're going through something like that, it all comes to an end when you're with your buddies or, you know, when, when, when you get there. But the, the biggest thing about married, uh, being married, um, that I will never forget about that day is when the doors opened and Sid was standing there. Like that was, uh, like, I don't cry when it comes to things like that. Like, you know, movies and stuff, I don't cry on those things. But when the doors opened and I saw her for the first time, man, it was like, uh, I don't know, everything stopped. And I, and I told my buddy that just got married the other day, I was like, dude, I don't remember anything from my wedding because when those doors opened, I don't, I just remember the reception and, yeah. you know, seeing everybody because it was so, uh, the wedding just went like that. Cause I was like, this is really happening. So. Yeah. I feel like obviously I haven't been married, but I feel like, <laughs> let me just talk about marriage. No, <laughs> but being at weddings, you kind of see like the build up to basically that moment when they're walking through the door. Yeah. You probably don't remember too much from that point and to the point you're walking out the door with no. her. Right No. And then after that, it's like, let's go party. Let's have some so, fun. And yeah. Um, we got into the car and my first mistake. So we'd been married for, I don't know, um, maybe five <laughs> minutes. And, uh, she said, where's my white vans to dance? I had one job that morning, <laughs> bring the white vans to dance in because she had the high heels. And I was like, I forgot him at home. Like it was a tie game. It was a fourth quarter. Like <laughs> I had to score. Like you don't understand what's happening here. So, so uh, we didn't fight or anything like that. But my first mistake as a married man was uh, about five minutes after the wedding. <laughs> we, I forgot the shoes. But you're right though. Um, walking through when 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 we got married, uh, it was a really quick, res- uh, really quick uh, ceremony. My brother-in-law did it. Um, it was something that we've always wanted. Um, my preacher is one of my best friends, I would say, but I still, my brother-in-law and I are like, uh, we're like blood brothers. It's like we were made together. I don't know. And, and we wanted him to do it. And, uh, he made it so special that, um, I, one reason, um, I'm so glad we had you do the videos because if it wasn't for the video, I, one, I wouldn't have known who was there because I saw <laughs> one person, it was her. And, uh, and two, I just, I wouldn't remember anything because when I saw her, man, it was, it was over. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't, you haven't even seen the ceremony. No. Yeah. So I you got your USB now. That's, I didn't even know it was on there. That's you, awesome. <laughs> you're going to get your entire ceremony. Oh, you man. can watch all that. This is good PR right here. Yes. But, but you're going to get all that. You're going to get all your dances, your first dance, yeah. mother, daughter, oh, my all goodness. those and speeches. So like, if you don't remember what you're dude said at the reception oh, and uh, they're on there i tell you to go on my dude uh i actually did i was his best man um three three weekends ago uh he got married so that was that was special man like uh my, my buddy james is is such a um he's he's just a really good friend and uh, he's been through a lot with with his his dad being sick and, and passing away and and being able him being by my side flying home to be for the wedding because he was he's a traveling uh phlebotomist um and so what 
What is that? So that's <laughs> blood transfusions. Okay. Blood drawing, things like that. Uh, he's really smart. <laughs> Lots of I thought he's just like a really eccentric doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, but he, he came home all the way. Uh, I think they're in Connecticut at the time, Wisconsin for a while. They came home and, uh, and uh, he was able to be there. And then I was able to be there for his, his wedding. And I gave a speech, but I, I can't wait to watch that. But your video yeah. that we got, we were, we were beachside and. Uh, oh yeah. You're still on. Honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. We kept dude, like every, every hour we're like, did he post it? <laughs> we were so excited. And then we sent it to our friends and stuff. Uh, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. That's, that's good. That, that was a good little thing there. I, I'm glad you talked about that. But, mm -hmm. um, and obviously, I, I know you keep looking over to your left. Yeah. People are probably like, what's it? His wife is here with him. Yeah. So he's not yeah. just over there, like, trying to think Staring. about what to say. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been, yeah. I, I remember that was the first wedding we really had done after, uh, you know, the COVID stuff. Yeah. So you so you were planning to have your wedding on the golf is that yeah everything was going to be on the golf we were going to have uh, june 22nd which by the way we ended up getting married july 11th um so not quite a month but june 22nd uh and it's not like we canceled it in june like we canceled it early 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 mm. um march probably something around there but uh we we're going to have the wedding on the beach and then like a like um just like a really small reception with our family because mm -hmm. that's who was going to be there and then come home and have the reception still at uh jurassic park yeah um and uh which we ended up having the wedding at our church which was really special because uh our church was built and i, I don't want to get the date wrong but er, um midway through the 1800s and for the first time it was remodeled so we were the first ever marriage out of all the marriages that have happened there we were the first ever to get married in the mm -hmm. new in the new uh facility so that that's something that we'll always carry because i i started going to church when i was six days old uh in that church so it's it's really cool and then all of our dating stories uh you know going to church it was always that church so it was cool and then we ended up uh still having the reception at Jurassic here in mm -hmm. so yeah 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 well that's so I'm actually, I've never been to the Gulf and I've never been down to that area, but this April, we are going to be touring a little bit down there oh, with, nice. with some singers. So I'm, I'm a little excited to get down there, Nice, um, yes. but that's going to be something I, I'm kind of excited to do is travel mm -hmm. a little bit, yeah. film a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And speaking on the COVID part, we, we were supposed to go to South America to film a video Man. in March, late March. So by that time, everything was canceled, mm -hmm. you know, tickets, all that stuff. So I, it wasn't my wedding day, but yeah. I would have liked to go to South no, America. get that. That would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, tell us a little bit more about your church and, and what are, are you, are you yeah. involved in your church? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really involved in the church. Um, man, where do I start? So I, I believe I was six days old uh, when, when we first when I first started going there. My, my uh, grandparents got it started uh, with my mom, like took her. And then obviously my mom and my dad were, were married in that church. Um, and then... Um, so I was in youth group. I was in teen class, like my whole my whole life, all the way up until I got out of high school. And then when I went to college, um, I really had I, I to, not to get too far into education, but I went to school for like engineering, and I didn't like it because it was just a lot for me. So I switched to uh, business management, and also got a degree in human resources. And so, but during that time, I, I found that I had a uh, desire to help youth. 
Like I seen, I would see all these kids struggling, uh, whether it be home life or uh, homework, any anything like that, sports. Uh, and I just had a, a passion for that. And, and my youth group was um, so near and dear to me, but it ended because of my age, obviously. So when I was... Um, when I was 20, uh, almost, I was 19, uh, I started a smaller group there. Um, the group that I have now, which I'm the teen leader now, those teenagers were the group that I started with. So they were like 10, um, and now they're anywhere, you know, from 13 to I have an 18-year-old in the mm -hmm. class. And uh, so we started this youth group with, we had four kids, and now we, we average 20 20 one to 24 kids um yeah. which is crazy for you saw where our church it's, is it's it's out there yeah it's out there and uh i would say out of those 20 to 25 kids um uh, about 50 percent do not come to church they just go to youth really? like it's their thing and mm -hmm. uh, it means a lot to me and and i think what what is really cool about our youth group is that we're so open like um we have a bunch of athletes uh in our team group we have uh and most of them go to shenandoah monroe central things like that and uh so like they don't feel like oh if i miss youth group for a game i'm gonna you know the kids are gonna be mad the leader's gonna be mad like i've played sports my whole entire life i get right. that i know that um and it's also a personal choice and so that's that's a really cool part about it because we're really we're accepting to these kids like i don't mm -hmm. you know these kids that come they have some of them have tough lives at home and, and like in no way are we like oh we we don't really want that here you know so it's really cool we have a variety of different kids we have uh uh like i said 12 to 18 in the teen group and then my wife actually that's a cool story i told her four years ago i said i would like you to come help with my group she never once got to help she just took it over <laughs> um and now she's the the full-time the kids the little kids leader yeah, okay. uh, which she's going to school to be a teacher so it's prepping her really well but uh yeah man it's it's amazing we're, we're really involved in the church uh i mow the grass in the summer mm -hmm. that's a big deal to me i like it to look good on sundays so um but uh, we have a lot of people at our church um, for how small it is. You know, it's, it, you know, we were at like 65 people, which, you know, if you're listening, you're probably like, oh, that's not many. It's, it's a lot for Kalis Baptist Church. It's a yeah. lot of people. Um, but yeah, so big things are happening. We, we did a full remodel of the church. Um, and now just, uh, just this weekend, we found out that the um, building next door, we're going to do a full remodel of it because we don't have enough room for all the kids. Uh, last week, I had to move the teen class to the nursery. Um, and we took everything out of the nursery and I had them sit uh, just in rows because we didn't have enough room in the classroom. Hmm. So that's that's huge. But yeah, um, that's about it with the church. Yeah, I, I we, we took the drive out there. So have you lived in that area pretty much yeah your my whole, whole life. life since i was three yeah. like in in calis um we're we're uh we're seven miles away so yeah 10 minutes close enough yeah right? yeah yeah uh, yeah that's cool what was it like growing up there and see i'm meadowbrook so i'm yeah i'm way i'm crazy you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it's a city dude <laughs> I, <laughs> but no. how yeah i you know how is life growing and you went to shannon though how's life yeah. growing up out there so yeah. so man i've i've seen those tiktoks like you know sh tell me you're this without tell showing <laughs> me so so uh when when we got to go to walmart it was every other friday okay my mom worked at a nursing home and we got to go to walmart and aldi every other friday it was like vacation dude like it was the most exciting thing because 
it's, it, it was it's like 50 minute drive you know um but living there whatever i would have friends over uh, it was funny because to me like passing an amish buggy it's an everyday thing um i grew up my next door neighbors were amish they had 16 kids um and they were amish so i grew up next to the amish my grandfather and grandma uh picked the amish up from school every day so that was normal to me to be hanging out like we would be i'd be down usually throwing a ball against my grandma's uh she had a concrete wall and i was down there every day throwing a ball and then levi would come down with horse and buggy and he'd offer hey do you want to have a ride and we'd ride around the yard a couple times and to me that's normal i'd have friends over from school as a kid and they like thought it was the weirdest <laughs> like craziest they were taking pictures and um so living there and going to shenandoah which shenandoah okay. for me um from where I live and, and now it's it's no different. I, I didn't move very far away from where I, I grew up, but uh, going to Shenandoah it wasn't that different, but there were some kids, like the kids that were from Caldwell or Cambridge area, like it, it was it was night and day, total different. Uh, so it, it was really cool. Um, our bus, like the kids that understood you the most were the kids on your bus because they lived in the same area. Um, so, so that's cool, but but uh, yeah, living there, um, I, I actually, every day, I thank God for where I'm from because it's, it's such a small, secluded area. Everybody knows everybody, and that, that, it's a bonus. Mm -hmm. it's cool. mm. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, now, growing up into, into you know, your, not later years, sound like we're like seven, <laughs> but into your you know, high school, a little bit at the end of middle yeah. school, what were some things you were doing? Sports? Yeah. Um, academics, maybe? This I don't is, know. This so. is where I'll brag on my mom. My mom, uh, my mom worked, uh, my dad was going to school because he worked at a, a plant in Caldwell for almost 30 years. Like he was knocking on the door and it closed. Uh, so he went to school to get his welding certificate so that he could become a welder. He was a phenomenal welder before that, but, you know, to get a higher paid job, uh, he needed to go to school to get a certificate or a, a degree. Um, so my mom worked two jobs uh, just so I could play sports uh, in grade school. Um, and that was something that uh, I'll never forget. Like the sacrifices they made, my mom and my dad, um, you know, the, the nights that they would get off work and they would have to come to the games or whatever late um, or pick me up from, from the school late after a road game or something when, in junior high. But yeah, so I played all three sports. My football career was very quick. She's laughing over here making fun of me. Listen, my sister tells this story that I scored a, a touchdown for the other team. That never happened because I never touched the ball. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't good enough to touch the ball. So there's no way that I scored for the other team. But uh, football, I, I was little, man. I We have a book. My mom has a book at home that had uh, my first day of school picture and then what I weighed and what I ate for breakfast or something weird. But I was only 40 pounds in, in the fourth grade. Like I was tiny, like a little, little dude. And then I kind of got bigger. But um, so football quit in fifth grade. Uh, I didn't quit. I played the whole year. I, I got like a quarter under my belt or something like that. Uh, never touched the ball. Um, and then basketball. I'm really proud of this stat. I scored eight points my seventh and eighth grade year combined. Um, <laughs> All eight points in one year. I didn't score my oh, eighth grade year. Okay. So, uh, but in, but baseball was where where it was for me. Like I, I started baseball when I was five, four and a half, five uh, in Summerfield um, at Farley Park, um, and uh, and I never missed a year. Like baseball was it was it. Like I said, in the summer, 
my grandmother lived about three quarters of a mile away from me and obviously I couldn't drive as a little kid. I would walk through the hayfield or when I got a four-wheeler, I rode my four-wheeler and crossed the creek with a bag on my back with a baseball, or it was a, a rubber ball so it would come off the wall quicker mm. and a glove. And that's uh, what I had because mom and dad were at work and I didn't have a brother and my sister uh, was working as well. She's eight years older than me. So I didn't have anybody to throw with. So I threw against a concrete wall um, and there's still marks on that wall. Grandma still, she leaves them because it was just funny. But um, so seventh and eighth grade baseball started getting real for me like uh, because I played like with the high school summer league team it was babe ruth so it was like mm -hmm. 13 to 15 so you played with some of the guys that you were like wow you know these guys are huge and uh and i fit in like i was good enough to play um and uh so so junior high i realized no sport was for me except for baseball and and then uh going into high school i don't know if you want me to stop there no. um so going into high school as a freshman like i i knew I was tiny, man, like, which I'm not big now, but I was tiny. And these guys were like giants, you know, seniors. So um, freshman year, I, I still to this day remember two things, getting a varsity jersey because we had so many kids that some kids didn't get one. And when I got one as a freshman, as the littlest dude in the freshman class, like it made me feel really good. Um, and number two. I remember my first ever uh, appearance. I, we were two games in, and uh, one of the bigger guys got a base hit late in the game, and coach said, hey, I need you to go run. And like I was like, man, this is it. This is where my time goes. Um, and I got to run, and uh, eventually I got the third. I was on first, and then somebody grounded out and got out. But I, I can remember that. And then from then on, we had a kid that got hurt, and so I got put in the outfield, and I got to play as a freshman. And then I started uh, my sophomore year throughout my senior year. Um, and then where it really got cool, my junior year uh, was the first time in Shenandoah history that we won the, uh, re or, uh, the sectional championship. And to make it to districts mm -hmm. and uh, the senior class that year was really really good and our junior class was really really good um, and we were at Ridgewood and uh, and Ryan Lovett was pitching and, and he threw really well that whole game but there was one kid that uh, actually he went to play D1 baseball uh, that just hit really well and, and I robbed him of three hits and I won the gold glove that year because of that game and I still have the glove um, that I got awarded and mm -hmm. it's actually in, in a room I have at home and um, so that that was really cool. And then our senior year, we had nine seniors and eight of us started. So it, it, <laughs> yeah. that's where it, it took a big hit the next season. Um, but we uh, we went on. We won the sectional again our, our senior year. And um, so right then I knew that like baseball was such a big part of my life. Like this was I loved it. I all year round. I was at the field, whether it was cold, warm, rainy, sunny. I was there. And um, and I knew I wanted to play college somewhere. Like I visited a few schools. I went to Miss Skingham for like the weekend, um, whatever, where you just test the waters and see if you like it. But it goes back to where I'm from. I did not want to leave home. Like it sounds like a baby now, and like mm. I, I love my parents to death. But like now, uh, living at my own house for the last you know year and a half, two years, I wouldn't go back and spend right. the night there. So it's like, it's like. Uh, but back then, you know, I didn't want to leave home. So um, my freshman year of college, I, I I was going to go to Muskingum and, and play, but then I was like, man, it's a lot of money just to do something you don't love, and so. Um, 
I went to Zane State, and like I said, I started in engineering, and then uh, I quickly came to realize the coach called me from Ohio University, um, Zanesville, and he's like, he's like, hey, I want you to come play for me. I'm like, well, I don't go to school there. Like, there's an issue. <laughs> he's like, no, you can play because obviously Zane State doesn't have a, a team. Right. So I was like, oh man, that'd be great. So I went and played, and uh, my freshman year. Um, it was like week three of practice and they sat us down they're like hey we need to vote for cap team captain of the year and uh i was the only one from anywhere out of 10 buck two you know noble <laughs> county an hour and 20 minute drive every day to practice we voted for captains and at the end of the day um as a freshman i was 18 years old uh, they said all right team captain this year is jordan spence and i was like whoa like that really just happened you know like there was guys that had been on the team for four years right. and and it didn't make sense to me that an 18 year old was the captain over a 23 you know some 24 year olds so uh, I keep saying that was when, but but my freshman year of, of college, which again it, it was just OUZ, but but it made me realize like, you know, I'm doing something right. Um, I see you have a sign there. It says attitude is everything. Pick a good one, and uh, yeah. you know it's that that's really true to me because if I would have had a sucky attitude when I walked in to those guys, like you know I shook their hands, I was like hey, and I acted like I was cocky or something, it wouldn't have uh, I would have never got that captain job, but. Um, and then for the next three years, I was the captain of the team. But going to my sophomore year of, of college, uh, Cleewell, I met, I met him. Yeah. And like I said, it was funny. My, my grandmother was telling me that she had some cousins by the last name of <laughs> Cleewell from this area. And I was like, what? Like, no way. So that, that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, we shared rides to practice together, had a lot of good talks. I remember going to MC Sports uh, clearing sale. They were, they were clearing out. And uh, we went over there for, for a little bit, and I don't even remember what we bought, something baseball. Um, I think your glove broke yeah, or something. I got a glove, and yeah. I quit the second practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they're out of business. I lost like 100 bucks, <laughs> Yeah, so I can't go back and return it. I'm upset about that. Yeah, but hey, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason, and I, I truly believe, like, I, you know, I don't know why, but, you know, Cleewell was there for a couple weeks, but we met each other, uh, learned that somehow distantly, I think my grandma's related, <laughs> so. <laughs> That's kind of cool. But but here's the coolest thing about my sophomore year. So James Leister, uh, my best friend uh, today, he was my best man. He, uh, he was a junior when I was a freshman in high school. And he was a stud pitcher. I mean, just threw harder than anybody. He's 6'6", he's six, six, big dude, just throws harder than anybody. And he went to Marietta College um, and was doing well there. And then uh, he had to have Tommy John surgery, which mm. is it can be career ending um if you don't have the right trainer or anything like that he went to the cincinnati reds doctor and timothy krimchak and he fixed him up but he he couldn't go back to marietta they didn't have okay. a spot for him so i walk into practice just i don't know normal tuesday i walk into practice drove all the way to zanesville and james is standing there and again we're not best friends we're, we're not even friends like i haven't talked to him in two years and I walk in, I was like, hey, James, what's up? And he's like, Spence, what's going on? And we high-fived, and dude, it's history from there. Like, it was meant to be from the get. Um, we rode to practice every single day. Uh, we did, like, Bible lessons in the, in the car and truck before practice. Uh, hung out on the weekend, spent a lot of hours at B-dubs, uh, eating wings. And... Um, and then his dad got real sick and like it started coming to me like why James and I linked up like we were supposed to be best friends and and his dad got real sick and, and ended up passing away and I was I was we were coming home from the, the Kent State whatever affiliate they were with um, the Kent State game from up north and we came home 
And James didn't go on the bus that day, and which I, I knew his, his dad was real sick, and I was really worried and uh, wasn't answering any text. And then um, I got finally back to the bus because we left our phones on the bus, didn't take them in the dugouts. And we got home or got on the bus, and my phone had blown up from him, and like I just knew. And uh, we finally got back to Zanesville, and I rushed over. I'm like, dude, there's no place I'd rather be. And uh, I was with him, you know, the night that that his dad passed away, and I'll never forget that because. And I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just it was meant to be like that. Like it was it was meant to happen. And uh, and now you know he's been my best man. I've been his. Anytime he's home, we hang out. Um, talked to him this morning actually about baseball. So. Uh, but yeah, that was that was super cool. Really ironic uh, twist of events when I rolled up and James was there. So and and I got a, a riding partner back because Cleewell left uh, me. <laughs> uh, no, that's yeah, that's a good story. That's yeah. And so that's you. That's how you developed your love for baseball, yeah. just over time, obviously. Yeah. Um, now, little league. I, I was thinking about this when you said it. Mm -hmm. Little league. Did Did you still play when it was nine through twelve? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That was. I played. We did that. Well, you were a year ahead of me, weren't you? Yeah, I was in like Babe Ruth. Yeah, mm. but I remember the first like two years. It was nine through twelve, yeah. all played together. Yep. Then after that, they went back and they were like, oh, nine and tens. Yeah. And the twelve-year-olds, man, it was it was everybody was scary to me. Like, <laughs> whether you're nine or what, uh, Josh Sills, which you know Josh real well. <laughs> like Josh and I were best friends growing up, uh, and uh, every tournament, okay, I'm, I'm a year and a half older than the dude, and every tournament he had to had to supply his birth certificate, and I'm like, I'm the oldest <laughs> one because Josh is, you know a foot and a half taller than everybody he's three feet taller yeah. than me but uh we would go like we'd go to marietta uh, josh's dad was my coach for um man i think eight years uh, okay john was and, mm -hmm. and phenomenal guy and and uh and, and uh, every tournament josh had to supply the birth certificate and there's me i'm like i'm the oldest on the team and i don't even get any recognition for that but um but josh man that's a dude i he uh, he would have had a career in baseball probably because he, right. he hit a home run every game in Little League and it was, just wasn't fair. And like I said, he was the youngest on the team. But uh, yeah, nine nine through 12, that that was it was good because you learned a lot right. throughout that. I think I, I liked it. I thought it yeah. was fun. I mean, I got to play. So I, I guess for those people that were younger and still developing and stuff, yeah. it, it would have probably been nice to just have your own 9-10 team. 11. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh. Little League, Cleo, did we ever, we weren't on the same team ever. We were, were on the Bearcats. I was on the <laughs> Buffalo Mets. The, yeah, the yeah, Mets. You guys were overpowered. Nice. Yeah. And it was always us in second and you in first. It was <laughs> nice. terrible. Yeah, no, I remember those days. That mm. See, the only, the only sport I really enjoyed was baseball in high yeah. school. For some reason, I can't get into like watching. Any, and it's, you, That's a lot of people. I can't watch yeah. anything, not yeah. even like football anymore. Like I just don't watch sports. Yeah. And that sounds dumb because we film like a hundred thousand. <laughs> but outside of like high school sports, I'm not really like watching college anything, yeah. baseball, softball, basketball, whatever it is. But like that was the one thing I enjoyed playing. Yeah. Um, little league, little, little league, all the way even up through. Mm -hmm. So you said, you said you guys had, or you were a freshman and got got a varsity yeah um jersey not yeah, a t-shirt yeah. well ethan me and you Plus, yeah you want to know why though <laughs> because there were two seniors yeah 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 I so we first base and third base yeah. <laughs> so our freshman year we started or did, we didn't start either senior he gave me both jerseys but i never played jv until <laughs> my junior year <laughs> yeah. I regress. It was hilarious. But no, that's not where that's I was going with that's it. Where I was going. But, Sorry. but no, like I just remember our freshman year, we started six freshmen and three Man. sophomores. Yeah. Wow. And it, ugh. 
What would we go? That's two good in the long run. 24 and 2, I think. No, well, all the other way around. We weren't that <laughs> two good. 24. 24, yeah. And then we sl- we got okay. Yeah. We weren't great. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I think it was half of it was. <laughs> we couldn't hit. We I'm couldn't hit. Like, it was, we were a good team. I don't think it couldn't hit. I don't think it was that we couldn't hit. I think it was that we were afraid to hit. Yeah. <laughs> None of us. Yeah. You kind of got to hit to score. Well, <laughs> yeah. You'd think yeah. that. But <laughs> we never figured yeah. it out. Four no. Years. Never figured um, that out. But yeah, I don't know. Baseball was super fun. My senior yeah. year, um, it was it was that first. You remember that scrimmage we did where it was just Canada? us? No, us oh. versus like ourselves. No. It was like, well, we did that. And it was just like a practice. And, yeah. and instead of practice, okay. they were like, let's just scrimmage. And I think they did JV versus varsity. Did or JV like, win? No. Wow. But I I was playing left field, and I ran and caught this ball, and it was like muddy. Yeah. And I dove, and I fell and like landed like this. And I was like, oh, like I didn't feel real good. So I went to throw the ball in, and I like couldn't throw. <laughs> I was like, ugh. I was like, ow. Okay. And so like the whole year – I was like, I just can't like throw. So I yeah. DH the whole year. Yeah. Cause I could still like, I could swing. I just like anything like overhead with this arm, I couldn't do. And you know, the whole year everyone's like, oh, you're just, <laughs> you're just faking it. And, like I you're, thought, I thought it was when you ran into Wiggins. You guys collided. No, that, you guys got like stabbed. Yeah. I have a scar on my leg. Yeah. From that, but, that was kind of dangerous. But I remember that cause I was like, I can't throw. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like. I'm fine. Anything else? I just and so after the season, give me a bat. Yeah. So I hit, but then after that season, I went and got my MRI, and my like labrum was torn in oh, half, yeah. and yeah. so I, I said, yeah. yeah. So I got that fixed up, and I, I'm pretty sure both of them are still broken somehow. But <laughs> that's probably from other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but well, but, like for for me, uh, you guys are naming off names. Our our little league was the Summerfield Bullwinkles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've never even heard of them. Our our uh, our. Um, Back of the jerseys, like they had our number, and then our uh, sponsor was the Moose Lodge. Mm. So it had like a, mm-hmm. a moose with like two two beer bottles or something. <laughs> it was like bad news bears, but we were good, man. Uh, we, we were good. We had, a, like I said, there were nine of us our senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all those kids, we came up together from nine and 12. So that whole team. But, um, and then like to, to go back to Sid, because baseball is like the biggest part of my life. Uh, Sid was a softball player, uh, really good. She would, was going to go to college and she had actually the labrum issue mm-hmm. and even more than that she had torn labrum rotator cuff and uh, another muscle bicep was all torn up hmm. uh she was playing third and the, her and the catcher were going out yeah. a fly ball and ran into each other and uh and it messed it all up but um and now sid and i are still like still into baseball like we're at the field all the time um and the coolest thing about that is like we go to cincinnati whenever we can uh we're actually going friday i just want to see the ballpark and <laughs> so we're <laughs> we're gonna go down uh friday night and but we go to reds games all the time um we have a buddy that plays for them now uh which is really cool um so we go to like the garage and meet the players and stuff after each game and uh but like uh, we talked about it last night you know we were reminiscing on our first date and like we got so lucky because we both love the same things it's not like oh you're being selfish we're doing this oh i'm being selfish like we love the same things um and baseball is a big part of that so i have been helping with the high school team for five years uh since since the day i graduated i was like hey i'll come and i'll throw bp like i I just want to work out uh but but coach at the same time and this year was my first year i was like you know covid happened we had one game last year and i didn't really miss it that much uh high school ball and but her brother is in junior high now and my phone rang last week hmm. and they're like hey can you be the the head coach and head everything up and i was like 
give me a couple months to think about it. And uh, I called him back, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later, I was like, I'll do it. So uh, I took that job on. I said, and, I'll think about it. Yeah. It hangs up. It's just, hey, it's I'm back. baseball, man. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it was, it was pretty much, uh, you know, these kids didn't have a season last year at all. Right. Uh, those kids, it was like last time they played was fifth grade. And, uh, and, and I, I've been with them. Obviously, her brother and I are really close. And so are all of his friends because I've helped coach them as well the last uh, two years, three years. And, so I already know the kids. Um, so we have a lot to work on, but that's coming up uh, in a little bit. But baseball, man, it's such a big part of my life, and, and it's a whole new chapter starting. Uh, I look forward to someday when we have kids um, coaching my son or daughter. It'll be really cool. Yeah, so you can yell at them. Yeah, yeah. It's car- harsh, oh. harsh criticism. <laughs> oh, that's – so we do a lot of, like, tournament stuff for, yeah. like, kids. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I, I cannot stand mm-hmm. is just – yeah. Just parents just so yeah. mad at like refs, like coaches, and yeah. then you can see it in their kids. Yeah. Like, oh. Like I, I might get I might get bashed for this. I, I'm not one for participation trophies, but but there's a fine line between that. Like I, I'm still all about having fun. Right. Like those kids, they're in junior high, but I still want them to have a blast. Yeah. Like, I can't and that's wait. that's something I think is getting worse. Yeah. You know, year over year is like when we. Of course, it's only been like two or three years, but. Generally, you wouldn't notice it as much. Yeah. And we do a lot of basketball, so you're in a smaller gym and you can sure. hear everyone. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, the parents that are yelling, you can see they're yelling at refs. And then you see their kids getting mad at the refs. Yeah. They're going to get more. They're going to yeah. get more calls because now they're mad at the, yep. And it's just like you got to set a good example. Yeah. And and a lot of it, that it's comes like from third to fifth grade. Yeah, you know? and you're like, right. It doesn't. They're just. They don't even know what they're doing yet. Yeah, and it, yeah. and what what really uh, really messes with me is like it's professional athletes. Like the mm. kids are watching your every move. Yeah. So as soon as you know you get called for a foul. You slamming the ball down, it's not that big of a deal to you, but like then it's like, okay, tomorrow night and tomorrow night's game, if I get fouled, I'm slamming the ball down. Yeah, they, you know? it trickles down from a lot of different places. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not just parents, but it, you know, especially I, I watch the NBA in a while, yeah. but you know, they, it's gotten a lot more. Yeah, I don't know. Outspoken. I feel like we're just getting older, and we're like they're just old, you know. But yeah, no, I think they're just very more. They're more outspoken on just like any calls. You know, they're always mad about calls instead of just being like, okay, what? Of course, I haven't watched, so maybe I'm completely wrong. Yeah, but. <laughs> no, no I, I agree. I agree. In baseball, like, they have this player's alliance. Like, it's good. Some of it's good. But, uh, you know, like, you know, it's the same thing. You know, you, you, you strike out and you break your bat or you argue with the, the ump in front of everybody, like little kids, that mm-hmm. they carry that over. We had students on our team a couple years ago, two summers ago. It's crazy, but... Uh, but uh, you know, get mad and just throw their helmet, throw their bat, and it's like, man, like you're watching the wrong thing. Right. You know, it's it's all right. Right, and I, I think part of the, part of that is when when I was in you know basketball, some some baseball, I guess, but mainly basketball. You know, I I'd always grown up like just keep keep at it. Mm-hmm. You know, keep doing your thing. Like yeah. it all pale. And I wasn't like great at basketball, mm-hmm. but I was always just very like level headed mm-hmm. and like okay, and. Like my senior year, it was, I think I was the only senior and I didn't even, I didn't play that much. Mm-hmm. And like, really, I, I don't think I played enough. Yeah. Not yeah. like I'm good, but no, like we'd it. be down, we'd be up or down 30. I'm just like, yep. all right, yeah. my yeah. time to shine. Put yeah. me in. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I just watched like these, the starters would just complain. They yeah. just cry the yeah. whole time. I'm like, 
you guys are in such a good position. Yeah. You know, and you get to play and <laughs> you could see where it came from because a lot of it, you know, they're just kids still. And yeah. even when you're a kid, you don't really realize that, but they're just high school kids, you know, yeah. younger kids. But then we'd go to like tournaments before the season or like practices where it's just like parent. Yeah. And you'd be, I, and you as in like the person, I'd be like dribbling or something and shoot. And if it was bad, their parents would yell. Yeah. I'm like, yep. what are you doing? Yep. <laughs> like, yep. like I'm not even your kid yep. and no wonder. You, yeah. And so it's, oh yeah. Like for me to piggyback off of that, like it would have been easy for me to quit basketball, like yeah. in the middle of the season. Oh, I, I never got to play. It was I like powered through. Yeah. <laughs> like we'd be, we'd be down. Usually we were down like down 40 seventh and eighth grade mm-hmm. and in about 10 seconds. I've coached people like go in. I'm like, what's the point? Like, like can't even touch the ball and everybody's taller than me, but uh, I did stick it out. And then for whatever reason, I went back the next year and played uh, again. I don't know what that was. about. Uh, no, I, I, I made it through. I got through four years, but, but my senior year, I, it, they we got to the tournaments. So like by that point, they kind of knew. I, like I didn't out, out, outrightly be like, I don't really want to do anything. Yeah. But I just sit around. I just be like, well, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, like yeah, there's I like three it. games left. Mm-hmm. It's all big games. Mm-hmm. Can I just sit here instead mm-hmm. of run? Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. It kind of worked. But yeah. yeah, I think that was the coolest part about uh, baseball was like. I was a, a fun leader. Like the seniors I came up with, they were tough leaders. Like, and what I mean by that is just like it, it was you got to earn your their trust or their their respect. Mm-hmm. And for me, like when I was a senior, I didn't want to do that to the freshmen. So I was like, hey, I'm Jordan. You know, I became really good friends with them. Like, I, we went to beat ups. We we hung out on the weekends, like fun stuff. Um, and and I think that's a big part too. Is like leadership. Uh, yeah. You know, for baseball, it was easy because we were really good. The team was so good. It was just easy to go to practice because it was just everything was was in line. Right. No. And especially, you know, player leadership is really good, especially mm-hmm. from your seniors and yeah, your, yeah. your older older players. But then that also comes back to you want to make sure your your coaches are good leaders yeah. too, because yeah. you know a, a player can be a really good leader. Yeah. But are you know are they taking that are they taking their word for it versus a coach can come and be like guys like Mm -hmm. we need to do this and this and then that that is kind of reflected in in the students as well um so i think that was a big thing Mm -hmm. um you know growing up was you know you could definitely see you know the good coaches the bad coaches whatever it is but yeah um just having that leadership you know from all the way up top, all the way through the last guy on the team was yeah. like a, a really big thing. I yep. think. I agree. What about? Um, I, I was. I don't know. I was thinking about this, but Cleo, what's like your favorite memory from baseball? Mm. When I was supposed to do a hit and run in the championship against uh, Cambridge, and I took a strike. Not only did I take a strike, but I got the last out of the game, and both coaches came running out, screaming the whole way out. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> it was exhilarating, honestly. I don't oh, know. It's awesome. I, how about what's your favorite memory? Oh, favorite? Or, that was my most memorable. I'll tell no, you that. I, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to cut to Jordan. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I have two. It definitely, definitely, junior year at Ridgewood when we won that game. Uh, Ryan Lovett deserved so bad. Like, like I said, three. Three uh, three hits by that one kid, and it would have sent us home. And um, and I was able to rob the the, the balls each one. It, w- it was a really tough play, and um, just seeing it like the newspaper guy, he he took a really sweet picture. Which back then it was you know pictures were pictures hard, were hard like, to come. Oh, yeah, someone were, took a picture. Yeah, because you know there wasn't Instagram and things like you know with these great perfect photos. Like so it was really cool. And then uh, 
and then also I threw a, a two hit um, a two hit shutout when I was in eighth grade uh, with the high school summer league team mm. um, against Tyler Consolidated, uh, which they're really good in. Uh, and I threw a two hit shutout um, in, in a complete game, so that that was really cool because I I wasn't uh, never was big like I said, so pitching was a lot difficult for me because I had I was a little dude on a big mound, and uh, you know they always say mass equals gas. So if, if you know the bigger you are, the taller you are, the harder you throw. And I was not big and I was not tall, <laughs> so um, I had to learn to do that, which I'm still working on that, and, and like that has no point besides teaching kids, but uh, still working on throwing hard. But those were definitely be um my two most my favorite memories yeah for sure i th- i was thinking about that i don't know if i feel like my favorite memory isn't even from a game i re- i remember our 12 year old year i don't we had tryouts at razors i don't know where did you go to tryouts or you would have been so. you would have been a babe ruth oh by then. yeah i would have been so our, we had like this is the first year they did like tryouts because mm-hmm. instead of like playing with your team you got like drafted yeah yeah or whatever it was and so like everyone's just taking turns coming up and hitting and so if you weren't hitting you were playing the field and they were like okay caleb you're up and they threw me one pitch and i hit it i hit someone's car <laughs> and they're like they didn't throw me another one i said okay you're good <laughs> it was just so funny because every like they were throwing like 20 it was like 15 or 20 pitches a kid and yeah. then I, I swung at one and they're like we get it sweet i that was i felt so cool yeah. and then after that that's when my career went downhill yeah <laughs> no that's not true remember was it freshman year you can I, cut to your camera you i'm looking at you okay, well, <laughs> remember, people want to look at your face you hit almost two home runs in a row yeah that was a good one too and then none of us ever hit again <laughs> so so our fresh it was our first game of our first our first varsity game ever mm-hmm. and you know we went was it belpre i think it was like belpre it was pretty sure it was belpre uh so we go down there and i was hitting like probably like eight spot Mm -hmm. something like that and my first debat ever i hit one off the fence (laughs) and my my dad was telling me a story so like i have like this like weird third perspective of it yeah yeah but my dad was like yeah and then conlon looked at me like what was that yeah. <laughs> yeah and then so then the next time around this was the same game yeah the same game not my hit but do you remember justice got hit like five times that game yeah he actually broke the Meadowbrook record for <laughs> yeah he was hit five times <laughs> yeah, in a row he's, huge. Like, he's a big dude. yeah yeah uh, but then that next bat i went up there i think they caught this one but it was like this far from the fence <laughs> yeah and pretty much after that we didn't hit very yeah, well it was averages are very low oh Incredibly that was low. fun though i remember that and then my i think my worst memory oh there was there was one time we I were sitting for you personally well per, yeah. there, there was one time we were sitting at practice <laughs> and like we were just playing it was like we were just hitting like we weren't doing anything and so like you'd sit down throw the ball up yeah, hit it yeah, into yeah. the net well, we weren't doing either. So someone's sitting on the bucket throwing, someone's hitting, and we were in like groups of four. Mm-hmm. So they two are just standing around. So me and, and one of our other guys, we sit down, and next thing you know, we're getting yelled at <laughs> just for sitting there. And we had, we, he's like, just take off. And we ran like two miles. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, that was, that was rough. I remember that, and I remember getting, well, me and Dalton hit a bunch. We, we, got, we hit each other a couple yeah. times at least. <laughs> he played shortstop, and I was oh, yeah, left yeah. field, and we both really... Never called the ball. Ever. Well, <laughs> no. We knew we were catching it one way or another. Yeah. But we always did. did I don't think we dropped... It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you caught it. I <laughs> yeah. But no, that's when I... Tw- I, I hit him in his nuts, and then I, <laughs> I have his cleat mark on my legs still. Yeah, it was close. And then 
you you like JV ball, didn't you? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I only played like five games. It was the I had three triples in the five <laughs> games I played. It was the most fun yeah. I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, it's and, always uh, fun being an upperclassman playing JV. And I yeah, don't say it like that, <laughs> Easy, Jordan. Easy. No, my favorite JV thing was uh, I, we were at Don Coss in the um, left field. I think I don't remember. There's like a hill kind of goes yeah, up yeah, a little yeah. bit. You, mm-hmm. you play on Don Coss, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and. I completely misjudged the ball against Cambridge. I ran in, and the ball was, like, way above me. And I turned around, started running, and not only did I catch it like this, Mm -hmm. like, over the shoulder, I ran into the fence. (laughs) And I fell down, and no one thought I caught it. I came up with it. That was was awesome. No, JV was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, my biggest – so I played – up to high school, I played third. And so I could throw and – yeah. I was, I was decent, and then I never got that chance for some reason. Yeah, we even didn't have a third baseman for a long time. Yeah. He asked everyone on the team except for Caleb. And I had started third base since yeah. I was nine. Like, Little League, I'm playing third against 12-year-olds. Uh, oh, I think our first game, as I was nine, and I just remember diving. And you know Adam Slay? Do you know Adam Slay? He's mm-hmm. on my team. Yeah, he's so fast. I like I just, Best I just, curveball oh. and knuckleball I've ever seen in my life. And uh, But no, I played... Third base for All Stars, for Little League, for Pony League, up till high school, and then I played outfield. Yeah. yeah. And we tried everyone at third base. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. No one could play it. And I was like, oh, I'm still here. I don't know. See, I, <laughs> my, my uh, first two years of high school, I played um, right field and center field. And then, um, yeah, my junior year and senior year, I played shortstop, which I, I didn't like. Like, yeah. I, I hated it, but. You know, you're leading the team and, and you're in charge of the infield. And I, I did not like it. I love tracking down fly balls. Like we go to the field and I make Sid hit me fly balls. Because yeah. I would rather all day track fly balls. And so, but I never said anything. So I played shortstop the uh, last two years of high school. And I, when I got to college, coach was like, all right, you're going to start short. <laughs> and I started short my first game. And, and I, when I, after I got captain, like I kind of felt like, uh, I could go to him and be like, hey, you know. So I went and I was like, listen, I'd rather play center field. He's like, really? I said, yeah, all day. Like, I'd rather. So I never, never touched the infield again. And it was just from me saying that because, like, but there, there was one, you, you talked about your worst memory. She laughed when <laughs> Clewell said something. Like that. So we were, at, uh, we were at Lancaster. We were playing Lima. And uh, base is loaded. Chuck Hall, do you remember Chuck? He was the funniest yeah. guy ever. Like, he never put words together. It was, it was let us acquire a run instead of, like, let's go. It was, let us go. And, like, he, he was so cool about that. Funny. So, bases are loaded, and Chuck comes in, and Coach says, Chuck, you got this? And Chuck's like, got it, Coach. First pitch. I mean, this dude just whacks it. And, like you, dude, I thought it was in. So, I ran in, yeah. and I realized I was beat. So, uh-huh. I ran backwards. And it, it went clear over the interstate. Like, if Lancaster's wow. field was here, but I ran face first. <laughs> I was looking up into that fence, and I ended like this, like against the fence. Yeah. And I dropped down, and I guess the, 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 the people in the stands behind Sid and my mom were, like, making fun of me. Like, oh, man, he, what a loser, you know? <laughs> and uh, and uh, they just kind of covered their heads like this. You know? uh-huh. We don't know him, but, but it was embarrassing, man. It, but it, it hurt really bad because it was uh, – uh, it was like a concrete wall with like a, uh, it had the padding on oh, it, a oh. real nice fence, but right into it and straight oh. down to the ground, starfished, but <laughs> it was good. <laughs> oh man. No, I, see, I played outfield, I played left, I played right, mm-hmm. I never played center, but mm-hmm. left and right, and I feel like, and I could catch a ball, 
but I was terrified every time I had to catch a ball. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Like I could never get like practice, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just the whole time. Like yeah. and I don't know if it was just like the atmosphere. Uh I don't know what it was. It was the same way. It, just yeah. everything, you know. I think. I mean, it felt I think like the whole game depended on you that, for that one. Every time a ball, would come, I don't know. It was. It was I, I, maybe it was the way. I don't know. I feel like our whole freshman through senior year it was just if you if you made a mistake, which baseball is like the game to make a mistake yeah, in. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna hit the ball thirty mm -hmm. percent of the time, be happy. Yeah. But like, if I feel like with us, it was if you made a mistake, it was like. You were done. You're done yeah. for. You know, yeah. like you I were never. You were never doing this. You're not. Yeah. So I was just like, eh, like, yeah, <laughs> like shaking. Like I, this yeah. is just a pop fly. Catch yeah, it. that's sad. See, uh. For me, like game time, I was zoned in. The worst, most nervous I would get was when you were warming up. Like I'm, do, <laughs> I do this every single day. But all right, he's hit to left field. You know, he's hit the third. Went short, second, first. Catcher. He's going to left field. Okay, he's at my spot. Here we go. He hits it to me, and I'm nervous the whole time, thinking like, this doesn't matter if I yeah. chop it. It's, we're just warming up. But in the game, I was fine. Like hit it to me. I want the ball. Right. And that's what I teach the kids that that I coach. It's like you want, you have to want the ball, and if you don't, like you should be well, off the field. And so. I think that's a good like mentality yeah. to have, especially as a coach. Is yeah. For example, oh, I hate throwing people under the bus. I'm not going to. but No name dropping. Yeah, no name dropping. But our senior year, we we were, was it the, it was a tournament game. Was It, it was the last tournament game. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna say yeah, you know. And love the story. So we called all of our plays off of our, our, our wristband. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, red, 43, yeah. blue, whatever. So I'm on first. And... We, like this you're, you're this running, was like the end of the game. Like you, I think. you're running from first, or you're playing I'm, first. I'm running okay, from first gotcha. to second. I think we were losing, right? Yeah. Like so like this. The, it was a close game, though. So we were like stealing bunts. Yeah. Well, they called like red twelve or something, and on my wristband I look at it and it says uh, rundown. So get into a rundown. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never question coach. And so it, it was it rundown or it, I'm pretty sure it was orange or something. It was a color, because he called a color and it means no. He called steel. He wanted you to get into a. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know how because there was someone on third. third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want him to yeah, get home, so you kind of occupy. Yeah. yeah. So I was okay. on first, and he called steel instead of like getting to a rundown, so they yeah. get home. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just run. Oh. Get just the ball's laying there, and I just like mile. slide right into it. I'm like, I got this, and then I look, and they throw him out at home, and then oh, uh, next thing you know, I'm getting like just destroyed just, yeah i'm like it was fun he's like what are you doing i'm like red 33 right <laughs> yeah that says orange it, yeah, yeah and, and orange was that play he and, was right and it, it's you know i'm not gonna go against you if that's what you call it, it's what you call and yeah. then it was well you should have known better i'm like yeah well okay that's but, the worst feeling like i was re-watching a reds game yesterday and and slowest dude on the field, uh, there was a ball hit to right field. He was on second. No way he's scoring. And that third base coach was like, go, go, go. And he mm -hmm. listened. And, and I've been in that situation. And it's hard. Like, if, if you know, like, I'm super slow. I'm not getting there. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's hard. But I do what the coach says. Just yeah, go. Right. Like, yeah. I, like I, I got comfortable. It took me, like, a year to get comfortable shaking off the catcher. Because in high school, the catcher was getting the signs from uh, the, the coach. In college, the catcher was getting the signs from his knowledge. And so I was comfortable with that. But when, it, when you're getting the sign from your coach, it's like, how do I shake that off? Because I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> did throwing. you? I did. I, oh, I, you did? It, it took me a while to get comfortable, but I'm yeah. like, like my... Could you imagine? Uh, I can, because I was catcher. And uh, <laughs> I had the pitcher doing that to me. And after the... Uh, 
after the inning, the pitching coach came and started screaming at me. So why are you giving the wrong calls? I said, I'm not. He's shaking me off. He immediately looks at him and starts running and yelling at him. We had, had a, that happen. We had a catcher once. He, uh, I won't, like I said, in in college, he comes wrong, up. Wrong podcast. Yeah. We don't name drop here. He, he came over and and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm a catcher. I played in high school, whatever. And, and coach is like, all right, let's see what you got. So I went to the mound and I throw and like, kid you not, like he never caught one ball. Like it was just like slap mm-hmm. fall. And he'd pick it up and it was just like a dinosaur. It would roll to him. <laughs> you know? And Caleb Brassfield, which I can name his name, he, he pitched to him. <laughs> And he, he threw the ball back and it rolled to him. And he's like, seriously? He's like, get off the field. And the guy never came back. He left. Never came back. But we did need a catcher really bad, which we ended up getting a really, really, really good catcher um, the last year there. But, but yeah, that was funny. Catching, I have a lot of respect for catchers. Oh, <laughs> that's that's oh, a yeah. tough job. Catching and right field. Yeah. Because oh. I didn't play right field until like high school. Mm-hmm. And no one, like, everyone says, oh, it's where the pitcher plays or whatever. Like, the ball all coming off the bat is yeah. spinning. It spins and it goes the opposite direction. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if it's hit the center, it's coming to you. And then not to mention, you have the longest throw yeah. at every base. I'll never forget my first one in, like, right field. I was like, okay, I was waiting under it. And they started going that way. <laughs> I had to run. I mean, yeah. I don't know. No one gives yeah. that uh, position. Tail spin on a ball is crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's called the, uh, oh, what's that effect called? Corealis. Corea, yeah. That's not a. Mm. That's for like sniping over like two miles. No, I'm pretty sure. Sh- <laughs> I, I think it's a similar thing though. You have Google. Because of the Earth's rotation. You have, you have Google. I, I can picture I can know the Wikipedia. Google it. Google, look up. It's what, what, what's that effect called <laughs> when the ball's spinning? It's and Corealis it, effect. You just said it wasn't. No, it's not. Because that's when the Earth <laughs> is spinning. If you throw well, something up, look it up. Look it up. We'll fact check it. We actually get to fact check. I'm hyped. Yeah. We've never done this. Yeah, that, that goes on with like pitch speed because like the harder you throw, the, it's going to be hard some, to catch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty sure because there's those guys on YouTube that like make balls spin and they yeah. fly like off the dam and they mm-hmm. go like this oh, way. Oh, it's because a um, a low. It's wind. It's like a wind. A low, it creates a low, low pressure, pressure and a high pressure. Yeah, but what's that called? Move. Google it. That's what it is. Oh, there's. It's called something. All right. I mean, they're not balls spinning backwards. I look up on this one. Backwards wind. That's wind. That's how you Google anymore. You don't have to put the whole thing in. It knows what you want. Ball uh, taint came to okay, me in high school, right. spinning backwards. <laughs> you, we wow. got to get rid of that. What is it? This is for golf, but I'm sure it's the same thing. Uh, no. All right. Well. No. no. <laughs> I don't know, but these guys, they'll go and like. Have you seen those guys on YouTube that'll like spin bowling balls yeah. and drop them onto like yeah. trampolines? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I went through a phase where I watched a lot of those. Yeah. And then uh, now I just watch speed runs. Yeah. I like I, I like Dude Perfect for a, a yeah. long time. Oh yeah. Uh, they were good. Um, no, they were they were kind of you know when we were younger that's yeah. kind of what we would. They were it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now they're this giant corporation. Yeah. Copycat too. Like uh, that's annoying. Oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's exactly what we did with the hot seat. We yeah. just took hot ones and copied it. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, every they I wouldn't know. have known that. Well, now you know. <laughs> yeah. it's not an original idea. But cool, uh, now, one thing I guess we haven't even talked about yet is your career. Yeah, you know that's that's a big thing. Yeah, it is. So that's a a long story, but I can make it pretty short. Oh, uh, we got it, it, unless you got to leave, we got all the oh, time. Oh, sweet. So. Well, I'll start. From the beginning. Uh, okay. Well, whenever you find that, though, you can just... I'm looking at it. Me... High pressure up <laughs> oh. top, low pressure on the bottom, path of ball right in the middle. I, I don't know. <laughs> so what's it called? It doesn't say it. <laughs> it just says how it works. 
right, go ahead. So. All right, well, uh, I was a man. I was a freshman in high school. Okay, I wanted to be a major league Magnus effect. Magnus. Uh, I'm gonna start doing the googling for you, brother. All right, we'll sort. That was quick. Ma I knew it was called something. That was it's really top quick. spin in a ball. In ball games, is defined as spin about a horizontal axis perpendicular to the direction of travel. So yeah, so it spins this uh, way and it goes the opposite way. This way. Mm -hmm. uh, that, well, I, if I knew it was called something, that's uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like a curveball actually. If you think right. about it, because curveballs, you throw it forward. Obviously, you don't throw it backwards. Mm -hmm. but throw it forward, but it's going to end up dropping and coming back. Right. Now, all right. Your career. So freshman year, <laughs> I, I actually never told this story until uh, we were at Marietta High School um, in the late summer. I think it was like September, August, September, and we had to share our career stories. So I was a freshman in high school, and we had to write an essay on what we wanted to do uh, for our career. Well, I wanted to be a major league baseball player, but I wasn't about to say that in front of everybody. Um, right. Because it would have been embarrassing, I thought, because there's no way is is the, what everybody would say. So that night, Reds baseball was on the night the night that I was deciding like what I wanted to write about, um, and a commercial came on, and, and it was lumber liquidators. Like we are your trusted floor supplier or whatever. So <laughs> I kid you not, I wrote a two page essay on why I wanted to work at lumber liquidators. <laughs> I don't even know where there's a lumber liquidator around here, but I got an A on the essay. But on the top, she wrote, what do you really want to do? Because she knew, <laughs> she knew, like, you don't want to lay floors <laughs> for your whole life, which, you know, it's no no problem with that. But I had nothing to do with that. I just, and I told her the story. I was like, oh, I was watching baseball and, and, it, and it popped up as a, and I liked the colors. It was like bright yellow, neon with black. And so I wrote an essay on that. But uh, so, like I said, I, I changed my, uh, my major really quick after um a half a year so semester of school uh i changed my major to business management and also human resources and out of college i got a job i worked at a place called yoho sporting goods um and uh it was uh it was okay um it was it was a job uh near my home so that was all right but it it, it was a job so we laugh about it all the time inside jokes but uh, then I got a job at, a, at the dentist office right down the road here at Woodlawn Dental Center, and uh, it was good, but it was um, a, it was just a lot for where I lived. Like it was it was a lot of traveling and, and things like that. And so then I got offered a job. Uh, this is all within three years. I got offered a job as the accounts manager at a bank in uh, Caldwell, which is the close town uh, mm -hmm. to the closest town to my house, about 20, 25 minutes. So I took that job, but all the while I told you when we first started this. Uh, I knew like I wanted to work with kids and honestly I had thrown up in my head it, school wasn't for everybody it's like not for everybody and it wasn't for me like I graduated but it was like pulling teeth uh, if it wasn't for Sid and I had a couple buddies um, that helped me along the way in school I wouldn't have made it through college it was tough uh, but uh, I, I knew I wanted to work with kids and it was eating because I'm like, how am I going to work with kids with a business degree like I, just not going to work so I, I started public speaking I would speak all over i mean i spoke uh in 2019 like three different areas um and uh like way far away from different areas and, and just speaking and i just fell in love with, with being with kids and and uh, high schoolers and, and talking about life situations and things like that and i'm scrolling through um facebook and i see this page bb2c uh so i look into it i like the colors it's real real bright turquoise it's like lumber liquidator yeah just like hey, that that's true i never even thought about it. so maybe that's why it brought me back <laughs> but so they 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 um 
it's building bridges to careers. It's in Marietta. And I thought, okay, right off the bat, I thought it was like a metal company or something, building bridges to careers. But I was like, what is the careers? And so uh, I read into it. I look on their website, which we just redid our website. So now, you know, I have the job there. But uh, so they redid their website uh, or sorry, I looked on their website and uh, it was all about job shadowing, internships, and uh, student placement. And they had a job opening for the um, Career Pathways Advisor, I think is the name of it. And so I applied and I was a little bit stockish. Um, I found the owner and I requested a follower on Facebook and I said, listen, I said, I have zero of the requirements for this job, <laughs> but if you give me this job, like you won't regret it. And uh, I go for the interview and they called me on like the Monday, the interview was like Wednesday or something. And they're like, hey, listen, uh, you didn't get the job. And I was like, man, like, ah, oh, cause I, I thought I missed a big opportunity. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we literally were gonna pick somebody that day. Like we had him in our mind and then you came along and threw a wrench in it. And she's like, so we're making a job for you. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. Um, and so they came up with what started as regional expansion, expansion coordinator, which we changed that, uh, to regional network coordinator. Um, and what I do, it is hands down outside of playing major league baseball, this, this I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is my dream job. Um, I get to literally talk with students every day, all day. Um, we I, I work with 21 schools uh it is um in eight counties i work with like we're in marietta but i'm never there i work from home um a lot had to do with covid for that but also i live so far away which it's not that far away um it's under an hour but it's still a drive and so my first day on the job my uh my um supervisor she told me well good luck and i was like whoa like i look like a deer in headlights i'm like what am i supposed to do and she said you're a pilot of this, you're your own person, go do your own thing, figure out what works, and when it works, do it, when it doesn't work, switch it up. So I'm literally just like, uh, I'm coaching kids to you know find their career choice. I'm helping uh, students learn how to do interviews. Last week I talked to Waterford, we were at Warren a couple weeks ago, uh, hmm. doing like what, what to wear during an interview. Uh, I have successfully learned how to tie a tie, by the way. Yeah, like, okay. that's, well, it's like riding a go. bike now, but yeah. so yeah. I, I, I teach the kids how to do that. Um, I help them find jobs in the summer. We <clears throat> successfully just placed uh, 68 to 70 job shadows in the month of uh, December. Um, so long story short, the guy who got my the job that I applied for originally is now we're best friends. Uh, his name's Hunter. And again, I just feel like it's one of those things it was meant to be. Uh, we're really, really close to each other. And uh, we work well alongside each other. My partner, uh, Allison, she works in like the Athens area and she's from Athens. And she does the same thing, only a lot more. She, she uh, is working on a doctorate degree. She is way above me on the on the knowledge scale and I, and I let her know that all the time um but she's really cool and and the the things we get to do are I, I tell them every day thank you because it's we get to help these students better their lives like when I was in high school uh Shenandoah is, is a, a lot farther along than a lot of people when it comes yeah. to future ready but they weren't when I was there uh, Mr. Leffingwell had just started um and these future ready things weren't in place yet I think they were being thought of and so after I graduated I was seeing all these amazing things like they're getting to go on tours they're getting to go job shadow they're getting to go see these things and I wanted to be a part of it like I wanted to go and help these students because I didn't have that help 
my parents uh, wasted a ton of money on my, my first semester of school because I went for engineering and nothing transferred over to business. Like none of my credits, mm-hmm. even the math or anything didn't. Um, so I wasted that time. We wasted that money. And so now I'm able to help students avoid that. Like, right. like we had a girl apologize a couple weeks ago um, because she didn't enjoy her job shadow. She's like, I don't want to do that the rest of my life. I said, that's awesome. I was Good. like, I would rather you find out that you don't want to do something than go in, spend the money, waste time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's super cool, man. We get to help students. Like right now we're doing um, internships in, in Muskingum County. Uh, this one girl gets to do... Um, like she's going to be making maps and things like when you when you go to bb2c there's a map uh like if you hit on beacon which is business engagement career awareness networking it's like my job um not title but like what i'm under and if you go to that there's like a map of all the counties that we work in in ohio and then you can click on it and then there's pictures of our schools so she's going to build one of those maps for um a uh business over there in Muskingum mm. County. So that's cool. Uh, we've got another, a dude that's going to be uh, collecting maple syrup out of a tree. And then he gets to like, and these are their fields. Like, it's not like a, right. a guy who wants to be a baseball player is going to go drive a tractor. Like, it's not <laughs> that, like they get to pick this and it's, man, it, it's just a job that, um, I never, never imagined that I would get, let alone. And to go back on it, uh, I didn't have any credentials to get where I was. I, I had the degree in business management and the degree in human resources. And to get where I was, I feel really proud because it was all about attitude. Like mm-hmm. they, they told me they hired me on my passion. Like I had a passion for these kids and it wasn't like, oh, I just want a paycheck so I'll put it on for a minute, I'll pretend. I Every day I'm thinking of ways, like um, we have an eighth grader at, at Noble Local Schools uh, that was so interested in law enforcement and he had told me that prior because he knew about my job. So I sent him a Snapchat and I'm like, hey, we're having Discover Law Enforcement Day. Um, each month we have a different uh, Discover Day, uh, like we're doing Discover Health Day, uh, Discover like, um, you know, Welding Day maybe mm-hmm. or, or um we obviously we had engineering day, manufacturing day, and then law enforcement day. So I sent him a text and I was like, hey man, you should you know join in this uh, group. Uh, just get on, hop on for, for an hour. So he gets on, he listens to what the cops were saying and he loved it so much that he created a group. And now every Tuesday they have a, a student led group that they bring in a different cop from mm-hmm. a different area. Um, and, and again, that's like where COVID like really like I pat it on the back, like good job COVID because we wouldn't have that virtual uh, effect. Like it would have been, Washington County Schools and that's it. No right. local couldn't couldn't be there on Tuesday nights, but now we're able to do everything, you know, live and virtual and but um our job is super, my job's super cool. Uh just a couple things that we do. Um we have a maker space, which is amazing yeah. if you've heard of that. I've heard of it's it- is that like another brand? Like is that yeah. a thing? That's so what I thought. It's a yeah. branch. So we they have their own Facebook page. Um and Jared Whittakin uh, is in charge of it, and he's one of the coolest guys ever. We have, and I'm going to get this wrong, but we have laser printers. Uh, we have a computer lab, um, and it's open to the public. Like you just mm-hmm. get a membership. Okay. Um, we have a uh, wood shop, like it's just like you know high school. Like we've got everything you can imagine uh, that you could want to build for wood. We have a um, different classes that are taught. Like they did like a. Uh, they're doing a photography class, learning how to use the you know mm-hmm. the equipment that you have, um, different things like that. So that's the makerspace, and then we have the epicenter, which is where I'm based at. Which again, I, I if I go, I go like once a week for our staff meetings, which is really cool. Um, and in the epicenter, we house people that like like so 
this could be our epicenter. Okay. Caleb Graham wants to uh, rent one of our rooms, and mm. you, you have a room in the way we house people like that. It's a, it's a small business incubator, okay. is what yeah. we call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, then down to our real jobs, um, we have um, real world problem scenario, which is amazing. Uh, it is where we team up a business with a classroom, and the business comes up with a problem, and the classroom has so long to solve that problem. A real problem mm. has so long to solve that problem, and 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 you know we've had you know payroll problems. Uh, problems on how to how to do better time management and these high schoolers and grade schoolers are coming up with amazing results right yeah well it's and that that could be with with anything really. yeah. you know it's like if you get an outside perspective on yeah on a problem sometimes that's what you need you know yeah. second look it's nice to have especially if it's a problem you, you know within your business and you've been like well what do we do yeah if you have someone outside of it that doesn't necessarily think the same way even yeah. kids just because they're more creative yeah. sometimes mm -hmm. you know to have someone come in and look at that independently yeah sometimes that's what it takes i know there's a lot of businesses out there big businesses that had i you know i don't know any specific, but like i know like a facebook or like an amazon mm -hmm. they've always had uh, you hear stories about it they had this problem and then like a car mechanic comes yep. in it's like what, why didn't you do this and yep. you're like oh that's genius yeah yeah you know, it's just once you get into a routine you don't really start. And that's the main yeah. reason we we did that is because, which I wasn't there for the beginning. Obviously, I've been there since um, April 16th. It'll be a day I'll never forget because it, it just does mean a lot to me, that job. And uh, <clears throat> so those real world problem scenarios, I've been a part of, um, I think two of them, maybe three. There's one going on actively right now. And the businesses that we had, we, we usually have about four or five businesses that sign up. We had 22 businesses from Muskingum County want to do it. Okay. Um, or sorry, teachers that want to do it. So we had to get 22 businesses. Um, so they linked up and, and the, the students love it. The, the teachers love it. And um, it's, it's just really good. But uh, and then the last thing. Oh, well, we have a couple other things that we do. Uh, we have the mentorship program, which is really, really cool. Um, and what the mentorship program is, is exactly what you think it is. It's like you, you get assigned a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, my student was from Fort Fry, and you just meet with them once a week virtually this year and talk about school, things like that. Okay. And then, of course, job shadowing and internships. Um, and then one of my favorite things, which I always forget, it's called work readiness program. It's where we talk about what to wear to an interview, um, what to uh, what to expect for an interview, what kind of questions and things like that. So it's a dream job. It's, it's phenomenal. And, and like I said, I, I work from home and uh, on my computer a lot, um, emailing and different things. But it's it's so awesome. To, I'm really ready for, which who isn't, but I'm ready for COVID <laughs> to be over so I can go to all these schools, 21 right. of them. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a really quick break. Sweet. We've got to get Ethan out of here. <laughs> but then we'll come back. We'll kind of wrap things up. Yeah. And... We'll call today right on and we cover a lot so. not really okay. no so wrap us up this has been cool yeah it's fun it's, yeah, it is you actually get to talk and yeah it's better you know it's better than like an interview kind of thing because yeah. sometimes i feel like they have questions and that's what just what they want to hear yeah yeah whereas this is like you can speak and, and, and you as can the, articulate yourself. yeah and as the person answering the questions it's like what do they want to hear so that's exactly what you go for yeah like, this is what they want to hear so i'm going to say and it's that. easier than doing it's easier than doing like like ver like text yeah, even yeah. because you can text something you can post something yeah. long and people don't know how you're saying it yeah. you can't really articulate it completely so it's nice to be able to put something like this out there that's yep you know more you just conversation and i you know it's going to take a little while to build up but mm -hmm. the idea is that 
you're going to basically, you're going to know a whole nother person by yeah. the end of, you know, like yeah. someone that you might not even ever think about or talk mm -hmm. about. If you watch a podcast with them, now, you know, them. Yeah. you know who they are, you know what they're about. Yeah. If you want to reach out to them. And I think know. that's something too, like, uh, for me, like a lot, I've noticed a lot of people aren't like that. Like I'm just a, I can hit the ground running with Joe Blow. Like I've never right. had him in my life and I'm like, yeah. Hey, I'm Jordan, you know, this is, but yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's hopefully gonna, it's, it's growing steadily mm -hmm. as we go on, but I think it's just because I think of it a lot as like, I know that like the radio station had talk of the town, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was more just, Hey, what, what they'd reach out to businesses almost and yeah. say, you know, what do you need to advertise? What do you yeah. need to tell the people? be like 13 minutes max you yeah. know something a little shorter yeah. with at least the interview section of it and yeah this i just want to be it could be 40 minutes you know it, it could be less honestly mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna say 40 but it yeah. could be 20 talk about mm -hmm. but they, or it could be three hours you know yeah wherever it is on the spectrum i don't care i want to you know yeah you're gonna know that person by the end of it so yeah. i think you did a good job i think the people know who you are well thanks that's cool <laughs> but uh yeah so this was episode six Thank you guys for watching. If you were listening on audio, you missed out on Jordan's beautiful face. <laughs> thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to tell me thanks. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, thank you guys. And uh, you know what to do now. Get out of here. <laughs>